before we get into today's episode, I want to take a moment and talk about our sponsor, Phosphor AI. This is for anyone who writes online content for blogs or websites or even for social media. Let's be real, content creation can be super time consuming. And in today's day, it is very important that your copywriting be clear and also engaging. That's why Phosphor AI is a absolute lifesaver. Now you can publish content really fast with AI generated articles and blog posts. Simply type in your title and AI software will work at writing a high quality original article just for you. All you have to do is review the article and make any edits or changes you deem necessary before publishing. Sign up today and get three free articles so you can try out Phosphor AI and see how it works for you. Their pricing is super reasonable for the quality of content you're actually getting. Just visit phosphorai.com and sign up and begin saving time on your content creation today. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's talk about a topic that is very serious. When we go through breakups and divorces, when we experience a lot of heartbreak, betrayal, disappointment, situations where time and time again, someone has kind of like left us at the worst possible time, it is so normal to go through a phase and sometimes people actually even get stuck in this phase where, or this place where they're so incredibly terrified about getting into a relationship. Like their walls are up. They don't wanna get married. They don't wanna be in a relationship. They don't wanna live with anyone ever again. Like they don't want to, they're just scared. They're so terrified because of the traumatic experience that they just went through that it really debilitates them and it holds them back from having the relationships that they really do desire and really do deserve. Now, facing heartbreak is one of the hardest things to go through because it immediately triggers your I'm not enough wound. We can be faced with disappointment that doesn't necessarily have to do with romantic love. You can face disappointment, whether it's from your family, your parents, your sister, your brother, your friend, of course your romantic partner, but it doesn't always have to do with just the romantic partner that has now left you or the divorce that you're going through. A lot of the times this I'm not enough that we have inside of ourselves and these abandonment wounds that are so strong inside of ourselves started a really long time ago. And all of that happened within us before we ever met this person that now we're going through this heartbreak or this divorce or this breakup from. So it's important to understand that while the person in front of you might have done something to you that now makes you absolutely terrified to get into another relationship again, and now your walls are completely up, that wound that you have, while it might have been triggered by this person, it didn't start with this person. Now, when we experience things like abandonment, when we experience things like someone just deciding that they don't wanna be in a relationship with us anymore and we have to go through some heartbreak, whether it was something that wasn't gut-wrenchingly horrible or whether someone has like cheated on you, lied to you, betrayed you throughout your entire relationship and now it has created so much distrust that you have in other people that you don't wanna get close to anyone ever again. No matter the types of abandonment that we experience, it's important to understand how to heal from it. Because if you don't understand how to heal from abandonment, when people do things to you, 
you're going to take that wound on. It's going to be a traumatic experience, if it is a traumatic experience. I mean, even someone, even if someone gently and kindly said, hey, I no longer love you and I don't wanna be with you, that's not something that you expected to happen today. And so on some levels, whether it's a big trauma where someone, you know, you just found out someone had been having a separate life and has a whole nother family or was cheating on you at, at the worst possible time not that there's ever really a good time but a really horrific time you were going through the death of a parent and you were mourning that and this person was doing some stuff behind your back or it could be you know going through abandonment in childhood where mom and dad were just unavailable either physically or emotionally where no one really asked you how you were how you were feeling no one really connected with you in very important ways so you could learn how to have a healthy sense of self. So it's important to understand that when people do things to us, number one, it's important to understand how to heal from abandonment. But number two, you have to understand why people do what they do. The reason why this is so important is because if you don't understand what's really happening, why dad physically left, why mom was emotionally unavailable, and even if you understand logical concepts like, well, stuff, she was narcissistic, and my dad was codependent, or my dad was an alcoholic, the problem is, is that when the wound actually happened, and this could be in childhood, or quite frankly, this could be in your adult life, because you don't know any better, so you don't know how to handle this wound. It doesn't really matter when it happens, but obviously the predominant wounds that we experience in childhood have a lasting effect on us because at that time when we experienced those things, we didn't know how to deal with them. And so if you didn't know how to deal with something, it stays with you until you're able to actually deal with it, process it, and heal it. So when we understand why someone does what they're doing and that that has nothing to do with us, I think that's important. Let's put it right here. What someone does has nothing to do with you. Then you understand. Doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't mean that that's going to help your heart, but it does mean that it's going to start to make sense. Things are going to make sense a little bit more so you can actually help yourself emotionally. When we go through things, we process them on a logical standpoint or a logical space and then we process them on an emotional space. Usually it's the emotional space that we have the toughest time with because emotions are not logical. And while we understand that, yep, I get it, dad was an alcoholic, yep, I get it, uh, my ex-wife was narcissistic, it doesn't mean that this logic is going to help this emotion, and it doesn't mean that the emotion is going to help the logic. And so you have to learn when you're parenting yourself to be able to do both of these things. Sometimes we forget the logic of a situation. Again, that doesn't mean it's gonna help our heart, but it does help to start put pieces together. And when that happens, you're able to start the healing process. If you don't even understand why something has happened or that unfortunately you were the victim of something and how to not stay in a victim state but to overcome that you're going to get caught up in these different feelings and emotions that you feel and these emotions and feelings that you feel are going to take what someone is doing or what someone did to you very personally it's going to keep that feeling of look i guess i wasn't good enough for you to change to be who I know you can be or who I wanted you to be. We have to learn how to stop taking what happens to us in life personally. When we take it personally, it stays with us. It's important to understand that your dad not being able to be the guy that you wanted him to be, your mom not being able to connect emotionally with you or maybe physically leaving, 
even if she passed away, even if, or maybe she just did abandon the family and just left, your ex-wife or your ex-husband or your boyfriend, the treatment that they gave you and the manipulation and the gaslighting, or, or even if they aren't maybe having narcissistic traits, they just weren't really healthy. Maybe they were an alcoholic. Maybe they were abusing drugs. Like maybe they treated you poorly. Maybe they said some things that were unkind. Everything that you've been through, you have to understand that people operate on the level in which they're at energetically. Hey guys, before we continue on with today's episode, are you looking for a natural way to feel better on a daily basis? Then hello, Canna was made for you. Canna is a biotanical from South Africa that is quickly gaining popularity as a powerful all natural mood enhancer that actually works. As a relatively new product category in the US, there are only a handful of brands actually out there that offer Canna products and one of the absolute best is Hello Canna. Hello Canna offers a selection of high quality Canna supplements that are infused with nootropics and vitamins for enhanced support. Hello Happy is here to give you that mood boost while Hello Focus will help you to stay productive. There's even a Hello Calm to help you unwind and de-stress. All Hello Canna products are third-party lab tested and are made to deliver the highest level of satisfaction. Learn all about Hello Canna and order online today at hellocanna.com on the level which they're living emotionally. So it is always about, I'm going to live my life based on where I am right now. And where I am right now is my responsibility. So if I get triggered by you, it is my responsibility on how I respond to that trigger. So when people abuse you, when people leave you, when people betray you, they're operating from where they live emotionally, energetically, spiritually. So they're living essentially through their own wounds. They're living through their own programming. And you unfortunately are just right here and you're taking everything that's happening. You're not really understanding what's going on. So you can say, whoa, 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 whoa. This treatment, this, uh, this way that you just like be are passive aggressive or you leave when times get hard or this, this, and this, whatever it is that they're doing. If you're not able to see it, on some levels call them out on it just so you don't take it on. Doesn't mean we call them out on it in a negative way or call them out on it where we think, well, if I call you out, then you'll acknowledge it and change. We're not doing that. We're doing it so we understand that what you're giving me is not about me, it's actually about you. And you start to put other people's stuff back on them. Now the problem is, is that we go through these experiences where, you know, dad couldn't be there for us, or our ex-husbands leave us, or they treat us poorly, or my girlfriend was a raging alcoholic, whatever it is. And we experience this wound. Then we take this wound and we take it into our future. So we don't understand that what so-and-so or whoever from our past or yesterday or two months ago when we ended that relationship, whatever, right? Whatever that looks like that situation in our past doesn't it shouldn't live here in our future it's not supposed to it's not supposed to be here at the forefront and dictating our lives and making us feel not enough and it's not supposed to make us scared to be in a relationship with anyone else it's supposed to teach us a lesson and then we take that positive lesson sometimes that positive lesson does come from pain and then we're supposed to go out into the world smarter wiser 
healthier, so we can have the things that we're actually really searching for. So this experience, this pain, is actually supposed to teach you something. It's supposed to help you in some way to move you forward. But what it usually does for people is it happens to us, and then we keep it really, really clo close to us, and we keep the pain of it. We don't learn the lesson from it. We keep the pain, and that dictates the course of our relationships, and that dictates, dictates the course of our lives. Something that is a reality when we get into relationships is relationships do make us vulnerable. And I know for me, after I got divorced, that was something that absolutely terrified me was the thought of being in a position again where I could possibly feel the way I felt at that moment. And that just means that I hadn't really healed yet. That means that I actually, I wasn't ready yet. So I had to get to a place where I was willing to risk the pain of losing someone, whether that be I meet the next person, we live together for 40, 50, 60 years, however long I'm here, and then, you know, he leaves this earth or I leave this earth and we experience loss and pain. Or whether you get into another relationship, you're together for 20 years and all of a sudden they decide they want something different or they decide they're not happy or they decide that they no longer want to be in this relationship. So I had to learn that I didn't have control over my life. I had to learn and accept that life is vulnerable and but that doesn't mean that because of these vulnerabilities, we just don't put ourselves out there. It doesn't mean that we just kind of like hold back and try to live this safe life. Being in relationships just means that you're taking a risk. There's a really great saying, and I remember it kind of helped me to start understanding where I was. And it says, the more you have, the more you have to lose. And that can be terrifying. And when you've had a lot of things in your past that you did want and you had a taste of something or maybe you had it for a long period of time and then you lose it, yes, it is absolutely terrifying to kind of go out there again and run the risk of that happening. But here's the thing, that's real life. And whether it happens from someone leaving us in a really negative way or just leaving us for whatever the re other reasons are, we have to learn how to process grief and how to be vulnerable in a healthier way than you were before. What we should be doing is learning how to be healthy and alone. That doesn't mean that we stay alone. It doesn't mean that we don't rely on people, but it does mean that if people are not around for us to lean on, that we can lean on ourselves. Because when you don't know how to be healthy, you're going to require too much out of the people in your lives. Whether that is mother, sister, brother, friend, partner, you have to learn how to be healthy all by yourself in this little bubble, in this human form, and be able to go out into life and feel good regardless of who is around you. When you can do that, then you don't fear being in relationships because you know that even if you let me down, even if you leave this earth, even if you're not able to be there for me in the way that I need you to right now, whatever that looks like, I'm here. I'm still here. So I still have someone to rely on, which is me. And I'm actually my own best friend. Doesn't mean I don't have other best friends. Doesn't mean I don't rely on other people, but I'm not scared of putting my heart on the table because number one, I understand that 
I know how to deal with disappointment. I know how to process my pain. I know how to take responsibility for myself. I know how to take care of myself. And it, and it allows me to let people take care of me in more healthier ways. People oftentimes don't realize that they're, you're actually a very resilient person. And I'm not saying this to kind of like boost you up and make you feel good, but like you've already gone through so much, you can handle what lies ahead. You already know the skills, you already know how to do this. It doesn't mean that we wanna sign up to go through another round of pain, but if you don't risk it, then you're not able to actually have the things that you want and you deserve the things that you want. You deserve to have great people in your life. You deserve vulnerability. You deserve someone loving you and being there for you. You deserve to be able to love someone in the way that you just know how to love, the way someone would love to be in a relationship with someone like yourself. So it's important to understand how to heal. It's also important to understand how to be healthy and to be alone. And it's essential that you understand how to date and be in healthy relationships. If you can do those three things, you don't fear being close to someone and the walls do start to come down. So I hope this video has helped you. I hope it gave you some great insight and I hope it gave you comfort if you are going through something and that healing is absolutely possible. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to get there. And if you're really struggling and feel like you need someone to talk to, you can obviously click any of the links down below. Um, book a session with me. Take any of my courses. You'll learn so much information that will help you to move yourself forward. But again, I hope you enjoyed this video and I'll see you guys next week.